Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Run You Nation. You know, see, I have to cover all my bases because I don't know exactly when you're going to be tuning into the podcast. The important thing, though, is that you are plugged in and we are connected. You know, somebody might be sitting out there saying, but we're not connected like we used to be in the old days. Social media is just ruining everything. I'm sorry to break it to you, but this is not the old days. You know, I've got to put a, a password on my laptop and TV to keep the kids safe. And I, and I agree, there, there's a lot of creeps out there. But social media can be used for a force for good. Without it, I wouldn't have met today's guest, Elise Baroni. Elise is the director of brand marketing at Snack Nation, a strategic marketer from New York to L.A. Elise earned her Bachelor's of Arts from Penn State University and hails from the advertising powerhouse Ogilvy & Mether, where she drove account management for global and North American brands like Nestle, HTC, and covered California across strategy, electronic customer relationship management, digital loyalty programs, and traditional creative. <laughs> As the resident entrepreneur, Elise built Snack Nation's brand's account management department in 2017 and then pioneered a transformative rebrand in 2018 and now leads the brand marketing team focused on brand strategy, content creation, production, and experiential awareness. In her headphones, you may hear a classical piano, having played at Carnegie Hall twice in her youth, and you can always find her at beat-based workouts or socializing at buzzy restaurants in one of her favorite cities. So without any further ado, let's get into the episode. Behind the real, you know the deal. The powwow after you take a shower, and we only deal with the real. It feels so surreal, having a show featuring ordinary people, doing extraordinary things within the community, like raising funds for charity, fighting for diversity, inclusion, dispelling myths and illusions, raising health awareness, tremendous conscious athletes, marathoners and triathletes, making a difference, combating ignorance. Mm. Behind the wheel, you know the deal. All right. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Baby Ox Baby O, D-Rock, D-Living Stone. And I almost got my voice back. Ooh. Today we have a special guest. She is all the way from California. Oh man, a marketing headliner, showstopper. And she's, you know, she says it's all business, but not all the time. Part of the time. <laughs> Here with Elise, Bo I'm going to butcher her last name, and she just mentioned her her last name to me. Elise, hi, Baroni. Baroni, there you go. <laughs> Woo. How are you doing today, lady? I'm great, thank you. After that introduction, like, how can I be bad? How can I be anything other than fantastic? Yeah, I, you know, I am so excited. I'm glad that you you, you agreed to be on the show. I became aware of of Snack Nation. Um, sort of, I was in the Beehive in um, Bridgeport. Yeah. And I, and I must have been hungry because I seen like a, a candy bar and my eye, you know, it caught my eye. We was, I was giving, you know, just getting a tour and, and walking through. And I'm like, okay. My stomach looked over and I was like, oh, that's a candy bar. And she went on to tell me, um, oh, that's from Snack Nations. They are great. I'm like, Snack Nation? What is that? And then I discovered, oh, this is a real thing. So before I get too far along, I got to know, though, at least, are you a D&D &D girl or five books? 
All right. So if you're only, if you're restricting me to double D or five bucks, I'm going to go with five bucks, but I'm going to take this a step further. Are mm-hmm. you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. All right. In LA, we have this amazing coffee spot. There's about five in all of Los Angeles. It's called Alfred. Alfred. And I, Alfred. It's unbelievable. Mm. It's the best coffee you'll ever have. So when you get out here at one point or another, I'm taking you over there to Alfred for a coffee. I'm, I'm going to hold you to that. Hold me to it. And I'm going to take that a step further. You're going to try the Chaga Chino. The okay. Ch- it's a cold brew with Chaga and cacao powder. Kapow pop, what? <laughs> <laughs> LA, we speak a whole new language. It's a whole new language. Well, I, I learned something new. What does it mean before I repeat it? Chaga <laughs> It means, I mean, it's a cold brew. Mm-hmm. It has chaga powder, so it's really good for brain stimulation. And then you've got that kind of cacao, like powdery kick to sweeten it up a little bit naturally. Okay, cool. Well, well so tell the audience a little bit about yourself and Snack Nation, and and we'll jump right into it. Yeah, for sure. So I'm New York born and raised, went to Penn State, um, moved back and forth between LA and New York two times uh, with the ad agency Ogilvy & Mather. Mm -hmm. Uh, Was in account management for some high visibility accounts there across uh, Mexico tourism, HTC, and most notably um, Nestle, Mm -hmm. um, and made the decision I needed that sunshine in my everyday life, came back to LA, (laughs) um, and uh, I'm now at Snack Nation. Snack Nation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. And so we do that um, by obviously, you know, you had a taste of us at, at the beehive, mm-hmm. um, but shipping, um, pre-curated snack boxes to offices, typically America's most forward thinking companies across the country. Um, and we also have a direct to consumer arm. Um, so snack boxes deliver directly to home, uh, through our home brand called love with food. And um, I've actually got a special offer that I'll tell you about as we wrap things up here for both of them, for your listeners today. Oh, so they got to um, hang tight all the way until the end. Don't, yes, that's, don't. come on. That's a <laughs> one right there. That's a marketing tactic. You, you oh, <laughs> See, I knew I was going to be in for a treat. And I, I, I actually didn't get a taste of the bar. And I think it was just a rapper that was hanging out on the, uh, on the counter. But she raved about this, this, the, the company. And so when I dug a little deeper, I said, they, this is, this is a little, this is a very forward thinking company. This is just not your average snack. And yeah. so, so we follow the Whole Foods Undesirables ingredients list um, and curate only all natural ingredient products uh, that we truly believe in. We have this vision statement, and it's a it's a big one, and it's a stretch, but we're going to achieve it. Um, and it's that Snack Nation envisions a world where everyone has access to clean, delicious food everywhere. And so we really, truly live that out in the brands that we work with and have relationships with um, and then sample across the country with our members. Now, were you always um, on this health kick or is this something, uh, is this a new wave? 
I'm definite. I've definitely always been very passionate about health and wellness. Um, growing up um, in a suburb of New York City, um, can't necessarily say we always had access to Alfred Chagachinos and the healthiest <laughs> things that life had to offer. Um, but yeah, I definitely went through um, a weight loss um, in high school. Um, uh, an extensive one, I think 30, 33 pounds. Wow. Um, and yeah, and, and ever since then have really always been on this journey of loving what I put into my body. Um, because at the end, at the end of the day, when you put good energy in, right, if you put, um, for example, we've got like a vegan Rob's, uh, asparagus chip. If I put that into my body versus let's say a French fry, um, I'm going to make some damn good decisions when I go the healthier route than the other route. And so we're all about, you know, inspiring more conscious food decisions. And it's something that, um, I really truly relate to because, um, when you put something good in, you get good outputs out. Yeah. And you as an athlete, you know, I'm, I'm sure you live that day in and day out too. I would, I would, um, I have a, I have an Achilles heel, um, uh, Haagen-Dazs mm. butter pecan ice cream would, would be, would be the death of me. And, and maybe some, uh, I got to give up the coffee with the hazelnut swirl, but you know, but for the most part, I, yeah, I think I, I think I eat healthy. I try to, I've actually got a kind bar in front of me, uh, nice. a, a fruit and yogurt, yogurt bar that I'm not going to chew on while we're talking because that it would it would come across. It would just be, you know, if we're sitting out having brunch, that's a little different. I don't think I'd be snacking on a, a yogurt bar. But um, I try to eat healthy. Uh, it wasn't always something that was part of my 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 lifestyle. Um, yeah, it was something I incorporated a little later on in life. Um, yeah, it, it, it helps, you know, with recovery and, and trying to. Uh, be the best athlete that you can be, whether it's, you know, yeah. yeah so I think it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Now you said the well, suburb. It ultimately, um, you know, it defines your, and we can get into this too, if you want, but it, it really helps to define your personal brand when you evaluate what, you know, parts of your life journey, um, you know, were kind of pivotal for you that, you know, brought this output of, of health and wellness, um, and, and your athleticism. Yeah, it was, um, when I changed the the, I, I grabbed a pair of old Reebok zigzags from under the bed. My my sister used to tell me for like two years, "Hey Derek, you know you should try this running thing." And in, in, in Westport, um, they they'd have this ten week series, and for like two years, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." I, I picked up these Reeboks and they weren't even, they weren't running shoes. I just thought they were cool with the little zigzags. I made it around the block and you couldn't tell me anything, man. I was like on top of the world. I called her up like Yvonne. She's like, and I, I didn't even tell her how far I went yet. She said, well, how far did you go? I said, I, I made it around the block. And she was like, hmm, okay. But I was proud of my accomplishment. You know, I was proud of my accomplishment. Now you said you grew up in the suburb of New York. What suburb? Yeah, I grew up in Westchester. I actually feel um, very connected to to you being in Bridgeport, right? Yeah. God, my godparents are based in Easton, Connecticut, and they're my aunt and my uncle, and they would mm -hmm. take me, my brother, and my sister every couple of summers. We'd stay with them, and they would take us to the Bluefish Games, the Bridgeport Bluefish. Okay, yeah. That, that, they've got a little field out here. I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, um, and my sister went to Quinnipiac University in Connecticut, and she was actually just passing by Bluefish Stadium 
think maybe a week or so ago. Um, and, uh, it's gone, but that's, that's my kinship to you and to Bridgeport is growing up, um, having gone out there all the time to see the bluefish games. It's a, a great little community. Yeah. I, Quinnipiac. I, I, I passed there, um, during my runs to, uh, you know, get to the Hamden Trail. You got to pass yep. by Quinnipiac University. So it's 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 a good thing. So, but you're here, and you you know you wanted to drop some gems on the audience about marketing. Um, before we get to that, though, I was curious as to why would a snack nation, a brand, a snack company, host a business podcast? How did mm-hmm. that come about with with J and J Money? so we host our podcast it's called brand builder it's a business oriented podcast um in cpg mainly food and beverage to serve that side of our marketplace to serve our audience Mm -hmm. um and we have a very servant attitude around here a servant attitude when it comes to leadership i don't look at my team as my team serves me i'm i'm here to serve them and i'm here to serve others around me um, and that that also rings true for us when it comes to marketing and content creation. We want to serve the brand partnerships audience um, and help them to grow and propel their business and accelerate and you know potentially be that liaison and connector for them uh, to land big retail placements, to um, have big conversations with big CPG for potential acquisitions. And so by serving that audience, we've created this podcast um, where we can share other founder stories. Knowledge is power, right? So when you know um, the founding stories of other brands and the trials and tribulations they faced um, to get them to where they are now and what they're doing to bring themselves into the next chapter, um, it's one of the best things you can do for your audience, for your customer, is to serve them with content. So, so that's kind of the purpose behind the podcast. Yeah, it is. It is serving a mission. I mean, it's kind of you kind of get in and out, thirty minutes jam packed, no fluff, just you know, just the steak, ah, for lack of a better word. But yeah, it's that's not sizzle. It's like oh, okay, there's some humor, good content. I'm like, yeah, I'm loving this brand builder with Jay Money. <laughs> It doesn't suck, as I like to say, right? No, it doesn't suck. So I'm like, yo, I've listened, I've tuned into a, you know, a couple of episodes, um, you know, since uh, becoming aware of them. I was like, yo, this is, um, I'm, I'm digging this brand. I've got to, I've got to, <laughs> I've got to find out more about them. And then you guys host a, a 5K. I'm like, yes. <laughs> so when is that? I mean, what? what that, this is like. Yeah. So in in the same vein of having a servant attitude, also of course. Um, you know, let's recognize that this helps us to become authoritative uh, figures in the landscape and authenticate ourselves in, in the industry. Um, but all going back to that servant attitude, we have a mantra internally um, called better every day. And we do things that manifest that better everyday mentality. So we'll host events. Um, the podcast certainly helps for our listeners to become better. Um, and in terms of the event, the 5K, um, that was serving our community, serving um, the Los Angeles community um, of brand partners that we work with or maybe don't even work with, mm-hmm. um, serving the talent community, serving our member community, any members, potential members, brand partners, potential brand partners, those that just love to run um, or wanted to get up and move their body and go to a wellness festival and try something new. 
that that was the purpose of that also and it was really freaking awesome was that the first year or how long was it it was Mm -hmm. yeah it was our first year this past september um and i'll probably have some more information on the second one coming up later this year okay that sounds like oh so so that caught my eye the the yoga i was like okay i could i could i could i could get in that as long as i'm in the back of the class because i made the mistake of going to a yoga class in at the ymca I'm, you know, I, you hear people talk about it. I'm like, okay, I see you. You got your mat. It's rolled up. All right, I could do this. How hard could this be? I look over, you know, so the, the, the lights, are, you know, it's dim in the room and, and the music is playing soft. And I'm like, okay, this is how hard could this be? We got started and this old lady was killing the game. And and I was, I was, I was, I was not. I was not doing well at all. <laughs> I was tempted to walk out, man, you know, but I figured I got to at least stick out the um, the entire session. This portion of the Behind the Wheel Morning Show is brought to you by our friends at Comfort Zone. Comfort Zone are the makers of luxury handcrafted bars that look good enough to eat. I mean, bathing with each bar is like taking a bath with a slice of heaven. Some of the staple ingredients included are olive, coconut, castor, and palm oils, shea, and cocoa butter. Some bars even have goats and buttermilk included. You can get Dead Sea Mud and Red Clay. I mean, since I've started using Comfort Zone, I haven't used any off-the-shelf product nine years since they've been in business. I've even started exfoliating. That's right, exfoliating with their sugar scrub. Now, how sweet is that? I mean, I would try the bath bombs. I understand they are the bomb diggity, but I don't have a tub. They even have beard oils. When I decided to grow out my beard and keep my skin moisturized underneath, I started using their beard oil. So head on over to comfortzone.net for 15% off of your order when you enter the code BTW2019. That's comfortzone.net and enter the code BTW2019 for 15% off your order. But it is not easy. I gained a whole level, another level of respect for, for, for what, what yoga is about. You know? it's, yeah, you strike me as someone also that unknowingly went to the front of the class, too. Yeah, well, you know, don't sit in the back <laughs> of the class, go to the front. And I was like, oh, this is a mistake. I should have stayed in the back. Why am I so up you front? You suffered in the front, but you gained a whole new perspective. <laughs> definitely. Definitely gained a whole new perspective. But you guys do a lot of original things, which is um, what, what I what, what what intrigues me about the company, um, and 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 you in terms of marketing. How did you get involved with marketing? Yeah, so straight out of college, went right into um, advertising with Ogilvy and Mather, and absolutely fell in love. Uh, with the concept of understanding uh, a business, understanding the consumer, so who was purchasing from that business, who was loyal and had an affinity for that business, um, taking some data from those consumers, understanding that consumer research, and then creating beautiful content to serve them and creating a beautiful brand ecosystem to uh, serve them and, and drive that affinity and, and drive greater love and, and deepening of an understanding for a brand. Um, and so that's kind of where it all began. And then when I came over to Snack Nation, I've actually um, had a bit of a journey here. I started out as a brand partnerships manager, um, mm-hmm. which was curating 
the boxes themselves where uh, we would um, basically sell our value proposition to brand partners um, and help them to understand uh, the need for sampling and marketing in this way um, and how smart the sampling is through Snack Nation. Basically with you know one or two POs, you reach 350,000 you know, millennial consumers at the workplace. Um, so had that journey uh, at that time also realized, wow, we're not account managing the brands the way that we need to. So created um, an account management department for the brands so that they had kind of a rep and, and someone to consult with and strategize with throughout the longevity of the partnerships. Um, during that time, also started to understand who the master Snack Nation consumer was, right? So who are these office members? Of course, the in-office consumers mm -hmm. as a pretty even split male-female. Um, but who are we on the phones with day in and day out? Who are their customer success reps talking to? And we determined uh, through research um, and, and through our data points that it's about 85% of a female audience. And at the time, and, and these, these audience types are office managers, executive assistants, kind of uh, dominantly female professions. Mm -hmm. um, and we looked at our brand and, and I said, well, wait a second, we've got a very masculine brand. And you probably haven't seen traces of the old brand, but it was a very heavy topography, dark colors, kind of boyish, uh, silly humor. Um, and it worked for a time uh, because we didn't know who that audience was. And, and then once we figured out, okay, we've got 85% females, we need a more um, female brand. We need something that has more of a, a light aesthetic, something more beautiful. So we went through a rebrand and I, I led that here, um, which manifested in what you see today and then created the brand marketing team. Um, and so I'm, I'm now the director of brand marketing at Snack Nation, which means I basically look after our vision statement, our mission, and ensure that all communications do their job in communicating those statements, the vision and the mission, and not overtly, right? We're not, you know, posting to social media every day that Snack Nation envisions a world where everyone has access to clean, delicious food everywhere, because mm -hmm. that, that can get tiring and a little <laughs> gross, right? Um, and maybe a little boring, um, but we make sure that our social media is aspirational and inspirational and inspires people to make more conscious decisions about what they put into their body. And we run a creative content production. We have some PR. We do events, as we talked about. We submit ourselves for awards and then amplify the awards. So really um, taking a holistic 360 approach to brand marketing um, and then, of course, working through the paid arm to amplify it. So that's kind of been the journey and um, where the affinity for, for brand marketing and, and strategy and consumer research began and, and where it's come. And I'm at this place now um, where I absolutely love, um, you know, creating brand strategies and taxonomies for our business and have taken that a step further um, and really honing in on helping people to build their personal brand. The two are kind of synergistic. Yeah, it when I when I go to the page and you know I, I landed there, I'm like, okay, this is very bright, open. It didn't seem, you know, overt like like you said, oh, be the best you can be, you know, join the army. It wasn't it was like a soft sell. It was like, okay, they, they're stating some facts. It's it's you know, it's obviously a business, but I didn't I didn't, I didn't get the sense that it was like, yo, buy, come get your get your people to get our snacks. Come get it made our you snacks. Feel, it made you feel some type of way, as I like to say. 
Yeah, welcome. <laughs> like, yo, you want to stop back by here and see what else is going on? I'm like, oh, right. they've got a podcast. This is hot. <laughs> they, they're doing some things. Pottery. Like, what? Like, how did you come up with pottery? Like, why the need for for pottery? I mean, pottery in what in what sense? Like, there was a in in behind the uh, behind the scenes. I guess there was a a um, a session where where there was a class, and you guys were there were it was like an art class. What was pottery? Oh yeah. So a lot of times, that's so funny you bring that up. A lot of times, <laughs> we'll have offsites with our individual teams, and we like to do team building activities. So rather than what I had always done historically, go to dinner and drinks, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe have a few too many. Uh, we like to take our teams out um, and actually do an activity together for team building. So I think what you were seeing was probably our people team. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're essentially HR, but the nouveau term for HR has become people these days. Um, and so our people team composed of HR and uh, recruitment uh, had gone out and they did a pottery class together, then followed by dinner and drinks. But <laughs> starting it out um, with an activity together that they could all really kind of like formulate a bond and grow closer. Because when you're not connecting as a team, mm-hmm. there's no way that you can hit your team goals and therefore the organizational goals. So we, we really take this approach of looking at the whole human. Mm. So now in, in, in terms of branding and personal brands, what, yeah. what, what tips could you give to, um, if you had to, to boil it down to like your top three tips, if somebody's out there and they're looking to brand themselves as an individual, what would you say they, they, they should, they should do and and perhaps yeah. stop doing? Yeah, for sure. I actually recently led um, a lunch and learn out here on this exact topic. So if you'll let me stretch from three steps to five steps. Hack, hack away. Absolutely. <laughs> So the first step is identifying your life journey. So kind of a reflection exercise. So um, first and foremost, reflect on your life and write down five to seven journey moments or milestones. So for for me, that might be, um, okay, born, right? Born mm-hmm. into an Italian Catholic family uh, in the suburbs of New York. Two might be... Uh, played piano at Carnegie Hall two times before I was 15 years old. Three, went to Penn State. Four, lost 33 pounds. Five, moved back and forth to L.A. and New York, as an example, to help people kind of contextualize what those things might be. Mm -hmm. The second is your themes and your values. So do an exercise on, on what themes and values bubbled up to the top when you made that list. So evaluate that list, that life journey, those moments and those milestones, and write down three to five higher level themes or values. So for me, if I reflect back on mine, that might be, okay, health and wellness, music, a bi-coastal lifestyle, a career, and uh, friendships. Mm. Third step is personas. So this is writing down and, and kind of reflecting on like who are one to two public figures you absolutely adore and embody the themes that you just noted. So, um, I don't know, maybe that's Michelle Obama, Barack Obama, who, mm-hmm. who are those people? Uh, for me personally, it's Jennifer Lopez. I love me some JLo. The fourth is manifestation. So manifesting all of your themes, all of your journey moments. So writing down two to three ways that, that will help people to know your personal brand in three categories. 
So the first category is embodiment in the way you show up. So maybe that's, you know, you show up a certain way every day. You are confident, poised, uh, and playful, right? Mm -hmm. Second is your in-person communications. How do you communicate with people? Are you succinct and to the point? Uh, are you, are you fun? Uh, do you throw a high five, right? What, what are your in-person communications like? And, and then thirdly is the digital extension of your, of, of yourself, um, that can oftentimes be just as important as your in-person communications. You and I, Derek, met on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And so um, how do you represent yourself um, through digital mechanisms? What, uh, what, what do you do across your social media channels? Mm. And then lastly is create your action plan. Great to go through the exercise and start to understand yourself a little bit more. But if you're not going to do anything about it, why do it, right? Why, yeah. why are we listening to because we want to grow and learn and to become better. So creating that personal brand manifestation plan is all about listing the action items with respective dates. So if I, if I know, okay, I want to represent myself um, in digital ways um, on a more consistent basis, maybe I would say, okay, I know I'm busy the next month and then I have a vacation. So starting May 15th, uh, I'm going to post on my LinkedIn and my Instagram with thought leadership con content um, every other day at 10 a.m. because I have a block at 10 a.m. to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's how you really start to create your package because at the end of the day, um, that's what matters most is your personal brand and the package of the sum of your parts. And that's how other people perceive you. You want to be perceived authentically. Um, and those, th that personal brand guides the way in which you show up every day, the way in which you make decisions and all of those things need to be very authentic to who you are to feel good. This portion of the Behind the Wheel Morning Show is brought to you by our friends at Mess in a Bottle. Mess in a Bottle. When I first heard this concept, I was intrigued. So I looked into it further. It is literally a t-shirt that you receive in a bottle and it comes to your house and there's a message in a bottle did you know that messages dating as far back as 310 bc were placed in a sealed container and the bottles released into the water kalila the founder and owner of message in a bottle has taken that and flipped it they've placed empowering messages on apparel and give voice to the voiceless we speak up for individuals who don't have a voice. They create messages that are emotional, thought-provoking, and expressive to the current climate of the world. The company's vision is to create messages that can relate to anyone, no matter their age, race, gender, nationality, or religious belief. So head on over to Mess in a Bottle and enter the code BTW2019 for 10% off of your order. Again, that's messinabottle.com and enter the code BTW2019 and receive 10% off of your order. Now back to the show already in progress. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad that you, you, you took the time to, to kind of lay that out there and even sit down and say, hey, you know, I, I want to... Yes, I want to be on the podcast, and and I had agreed to. It. I'm like, okay, it was a, it was a moonshot, you know, <laughs> you know, it could be, it could be, 
having a snack or doing something else. I'm sure that there are other things that, that you can have on your, your, your docket to take care of. But just even in how you handle the communication behind the scenes and um, that that came across as very, very authentic and genuine. I was like, OK, you know, she's she's real. I, I like the brand. Um, I like the representation. Um, I definitely want to be able to to share it with the with the audience because I believe it just adds tremendous value. You know, I tune into the podcast. Um, yeah, so I, I was psyched, genuinely well, psyched. You. I'm like, yo, I this was is genuinely psyched to be on it and to meet you. <laughs> you know, I'm like, and you guys got a 5K. I might have to come out to LA for the for, for 5K. They have to do something else. It can't just be three miles. You know, travel halfway across the country. It's not that it's not worth it. Yeah, you would have to do something else. Yeah, it have to. I think you're coming out for the 5K <laughs> Brand Builder podcast episode and a trip to Alfred for coffee. I think that's at minimum. At a minimum, <laughs> yeah. That that would round out. That would definitely round out the um the event, <laughs> the itinerary. I was like, yes, I'm set. I am absolutely set. So you said you had something um for our audience and offer. I you... do. Mm-hmm. All right, you ready for it? Yeah, drum roll. I'll definitely insert that. Okay, (laughs) here we go. So um, for anyone that wants a snack box delivery service to your home, so again, these are clean labeled, beautiful ingredient-based products uh, that are all delicious. Uh, This would be through our Love With Food box. Um, I can offer $5 off. Um, of your first box. If mm. you go to Love With Food, I know, right? It even sounds delicious. Yes, Love With Food. <laughs> mm. So if you go to lovewithfood.com um, and go through the registration process and use code $5, so the number five, mm-hmm. and then dollars, all caps, uh, you'll get $5 off your first box. That's um, equivalent to 50% off of our tasting box, which is Ooh. one of the box types. I know. The second um, is if you're part of an office, uh, we've got obviously Snack Nation as um, the uh, snack box delivery service for corporate offices. Uh, And if you head over to snacknation.com forward slash podcast, there's a special offer you there to opt into. Okay. And is there a code they need to uh, enter? No code, just the website. Okay. Snack Nation podcast snacknation.com forward slash podcast got you so y'all head over y'all heading over there now right don't leave we didn't we, we're not done but i know you you might be hungry you should have bought a snack if you were tuning into this episode lisa thank you so much for 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 joining me i certainly appreciate it and i know our audience is going to um chew this up that's corny but yeah, that sounds like something. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Insert the drum roll. Put up bump. Yeah. Any any closing thoughts? Um, I think we talked through so much, but just um, ultimately um, making sure that you have a servant attitude uh, when it comes to marketing, uh, not only internally and, and leading your team, but externally to your audiences and, and serving them with content that's educational and informational and really going to help them become better people. And then transpiring that over to your personal brand and authentically um, exploring who you are so that those two can parlay into one another and, and ultimately you, you show up as the best person you can be personally and, and professionally every day. Mm, there you have it. So I got to know one final question. What's your favorite snack out of the box? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's such a cruel question to ask. Oh, 
Jeez, I'm so sorry. They like I mean don't they not going to be upset. I mean, like what's your favorite snack? They know where the rappers are. All right. No, I mean cool because I don't know how I could pick just one, but if I had to, if you had I'm gonna to go, I'm going to go with um Benito's mac and cheese bites. They're basically a healthier version of a Cheeto. And let's be honest here, Cheetos are delicious, mm-hmm. but they're filled with chemicals. And so this snack is basically, it's a Cheeto kind of like format Mm -hmm. and it has a mac and cheese taste to it and it is to die for. Mm. Jenna Kutcher would love those. Mac and cheese, girl. Mm. (laughs) All right. Well, I will definitely, well, I can't, I mean, um, uh, yeah, I like Cheetos. I can't say I'm uh, mac and cheese, but I will definitely check out the snacks. I'm definitely (laughs) going to check out the snacks. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Lisa, you have a fantastic remainder of your day, an excellent week. Back at you. Thank you so much. It was so fun talking to you. I had a great time and, and really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you, Derek. You're welcome. Stay connected. Let me know when the um the 5K, the date is, so we can um get that out there. Yeah. Love it. Will do. All righty. Have a great day. Thanks, Derek. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now.